my life is supposed to bring forth fruitful things. My life is supposed to exemplify the glory of God. So if you find yourself in a position where I don't identify with that. I don't feel like I'm exemplifying God's glory. I don't feel like my life is fruitful at the moment. Then take a step back and say, you know what, God, I'm allowing you to be the potter and let me be the clay. Let me allow you to make me and mold me into the person that you envision and predestined for me to be. Purposely choose to live a life full of your God-given purpose. Living on full means you accomplish everything God has destined for you to fulfill. Join us as we discuss everything concerning finding, understanding, and walking in your God-given purpose. One of the things that I've realized through my own personal journey of finding identity, finding your purpose, and walking in your purpose is if you don't have a strong sense of self, then you will find yourself being defined and labeled by so many external factors. And the worst part about it all is you'll believe it. You'll have people who will form their opinions about you, not because they know who you are, not because they got a chance to get to know you or or held a decent conversation with you, but solemnly based on how you look or solemnly based on on what they've heard about you. And if you didn't get a chance to do your own homework, then when you start to hear those words, it will affect you. You will start to question, wait, am I really like that? Do I really identify with how they're portraying me to be? Situations that you've gone through could be so traumatic, so burdensome. You could have been dealing with a problem for so long that now you're looking at people and you're looking at the world through what it is that you've been through. Every time you interact with someone, whenever you're about to do something new, you got this thing in the back of your mind of what happened in the past. So you're constantly trying to navigate your actions. You're trying to control how you talk to people, how you interact with people, who you let in and and how, how you let people get to know you that you don't realize that in the process of trying to protect yourself, you're actually hurting yourself because you're not allowing people to get to know the real you. Some situations that we've been through, they're they're so. Uh, uh, huge or maybe we've dealt with them for so long that people who've known us when we were in those problems, they refuse to let go of it. And whenever they get a chance to describe you, they describe you based on what you've been through. There was a woman in the Bible uh, whose testimony is so powerful. We know who she is, but guess what? We don't know her name. The woman with the issue of blood. Her testimony is so powerful. I mean, how many sermons have we heard about this woman? It was the woman who was bleeding for 12 years. And when she touched the cloak of Jesus' garment, she touched the tip of his garment, she was healed. Not because Jesus laid hands on her, not because he did anything at all, but it was solemnly based on her faith. And we have a woman who maneuvered in such great faith, yet we don't even know her name. We only know her story. We only describe her by her story, by her problem, the woman with the issue of blood. So think about it. What could you have been through in the past that now is defining you? That we don't even know who you are, but you've been so consuming and immersed in your problems, in your situations, that every time somebody sees you, you allow them to see the brokenhearted girl. Every time somebody sees you, you allow them to see the person that didn't come from a good background. Every time somebody sees you, you allow them to see the the broken version of you or whatever it is that you've been through. You allow them to see that person instead of seeing the real you. Our roles sometimes, we can get so swamped up in our roles and we're so consumed with trying to be a mom, maybe trying to be a father, trying to be a husband, trying to be a wife, trying to be 
a daughter, a son, a leader, whatever it is, you get so swamped up in that. And you're trying to help everybody, trying to be everything for everyone else that you can't even be what you need to be for yourself. I'm going to say that again because, y'all, I dropped the bar. You're trying to be everything for everyone else that, that you can't even be what you need to be for yourself. So it becomes extremely imperative that we understand who we are, who God formed and created us to be. It becomes imperative to take that time and take a step back and be like, you know what? Who am I? Yeah, let, let me think about it. Let me think about who God formed me to be. And some of us, we already did that work. We already did all the soul searching, right? All the digging to understand who we are. But we've been through so many messed up and jacked up stuff that we lost ourselves in the process. So today, if you identify with any of those things, today is the moment for you to sit down and say, I'm going to reconnect with me and I'm going to reconnect with the person that God destined me to be, not by my external factors, not by the labels that have been tried to be placed upon me, but by the word of God, by what God said about me. And I have this acronym that I love. Um, I read it in an article, which is called the vital signs of self-knowledge and V from vitals. V is values. What are your values? What are the things that are important to you? Listen, your values are so important because when you have your, your values delineated, there are things that you won't tolerate from people. And they will also serve as the borders to help you tame yourself. So you won't step out of line from the things that you wouldn't want to do. I, what are your interests? What are, you, what are the things that you like to do? Not because somebody else like to do it, but you like to do it. T, what is your temperament like? Like, are you an outgoing person? Are you an extrovert? Are you an introvert? A, what are the times of the day that you're the most productive? Like, when do you like to get things done? Do it at that time. L, what is your life mission? Uh, what is something that you've been through, that you've experienced, that stuck with you, and now you want to make a change? You want to pay it forward. That's your life mission. And my favorite one is the spiritual side about it. Go pray. Just go connect with God. Seek his face and allow him to pour into you all the truths and all the things that he said about you and that he has programmed about your life before you were even born. My One of my favorite scriptures is Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call unto me and I will take you, tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. God literally tells us in his scripture that if we call on to him, he will tell us great and unsearchable things that we do not know. And guess what? If we don't know them, chances are the people that we're trying to find the answers from, they don't know it either. Only God. So my last tip when it comes to uh, getting reconnected with who you are is to seek the Father because he has all the answers. Word of wisdom for today is from Ephesians 2 verse 10. And it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Being God's handiwork means we are his masterpiece. And that in itself, that truth in itself, should automatically dispel every notion, every thought that is connected to low self-esteem, low self-confidence, and low self-worth. Because God would never create a masterpiece, create something that is not of value. 
And not only are we a masterpiece, but we have been created to do good work, which means that my life is supposed to bring forth fruitful things. My life is supposed to exemplify the glory of God. So if you find yourself in a position where I don't identify with that. I don't feel like I'm exemplifying God's glory. I don't feel like my life is fruitful at the moment. Then take a step back and say, you know what, God, I'm allowing you to be the potter and let me be the clay. Let me allow you to make me and mold me into the person that you envision and predestined for me to be. We have free will, which means whoever we want to be, however we want to live our lives, nobody's going to stop us. Nothing is going to stop us from doing that. But if we decide to submit our will onto God's will, then we give him the room the space to now lead us to the path that he has for us we allow him to mold us into the person that he predestined for us to be and you'll be shocked and surprised that whoever that person is is more than anything you could have imagined more than anything that you could have done yourself when you uh, take a step back and allow God to make you and mold you he will bring out things in you that you didn't even know that you were capable of but it's all about submitting our will to God's will it's all about understanding the truths of God that we are his masterpiece that he's created us to bring forth great things to exemplify his glory and when we start to align with those things when we start to submit to him then we allow him to form us and to mold us into something that is a great wonder.